Today's episode is actually the 10 things we hate the most about America. You know, I don't even have a proper visa yet. I don't know why it's a national treasure here. Yeah, it's flopped. They turn the little touch screen down and you know exactly what that question is going to be. How much are you going to tip? We're moving into a cesspool of, of crime. Welcome back to the Spicy Bit of Meat podcast. Over the last couple of weeks, we have been speaking to the spiciest of people. Spicy sausages. <laughs> I mean, yeah, some have sausages, some do not. Oh, Jesus. The spiciest people in the land. In fact, it's getting a bit too hot in here. We listen to everyone out there. So to make sure that we're hitting everyone's palate, we're also including an episode series called Mild Bits. Now, we call it Mild Bits, but it'll be spicy. Because <laughs> today's episode is actually the 10 things we hate the most about America. Which Mild edition. I want to preface it by saying we love America. But you can't be perfect, right? We're going straight into it. Well, I mean, I, I guess we already said it's going to be mild, but it's not. It's pretty controversial. I can already see the very patriotic people, you know, with a flag, a truck, a beer, ready to roll. With a pitchfork, ready yeah. to say, get out of my damn country. However, we're not saying we don't love it. We're saying we hate it. <laughs> we're saying. We made a list. We put of it in a box. Improvement. Yes. That we are going to send. That we're going to send. Yes. We're going to send to the Illuminati to make changes around here. I think that is the mildest conversation we could possibly have on this first Mild Bits episode. Let's get into it. You start with what? I'm scared. So we have, I don't we have to ten say things. Other. Now, we have 10 things. Now, of course, um, when we talk, there's 10 things. Oh, there's more, but it's. It's 10 things that kind of stood out to us on our move yeah. to the U.S. And I think that a lot of, you know, a lot of our friends and family who aren't from here um, very intrigued by America, as I think the whole world is. I do think that people are very fascinated by America. It's, it's like a, a big show that everyone kind of right. watches in on. I mean, everybody that we speak to is confused why we moved to America if you're a local, we always get the conversation, why did you move here? Why didn't you go to Bali? Or, um, or just Australia. Or Australia. But, like, you know, I want to go backpacking across Asia. That is really cool. Well, we've done it. You want I mean, I haven't actually done that. We have I, I haven't backpack. done that at all. You Maybe. wouldn't backpack. I wouldn't, no. I did do a hostel one time, and it was actually really fun. I've done many hostels. Have you? Yeah. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Why do you, you – really? Yeah. When? Hostels? Yes. Yeah. When? Like a, what? What are you, what's a hostel to you? Like one of those rooms where everyone lives in the same room and we sleep on top of each other. Not an orgy. Hostel. You know, it's, it's cheaper than a hotel. What about a motel? What's the difference between motel and a hotel and a hostel? <laughs> what's the difference between a motel, hotel and hostel? Hostel. <laughs> no, okay, let's get let's get back on Anyways. Track. I think that, uh, yeah, I think that all my friends who were like, oh, I'd never lived there, but they all would love to to visit. Yeah. I think it's a it's definitely a cool place. So um we're gonna we're gonna provide or shed a little bit of light about a couple of foreigners with weird talking voices. Talk a little bit about our experience in America and a couple of the things that stand out to us that uh, we've struggled with. I mean, people say that your accent's weird. When we talk, we're talking in generalizations. We don't mean everyone, but we might talk about it in a generalization because- like, I love that disclaimer. Yeah, disclaimer. Very this is, it's, it's important to note that 
when we talk about generalizations, we don't mean everyone. Like we're not talking about you behind the camera or we are talking about you behind the camera, you know? That's kind of an ambiguous way to say. No offense, but. Yes. With all due respect and then say whatever you like. Yes. Will Ferrell special. Ricky Bobby. I met Tyler in Hong Kong six years ago, six and a half years ago. I grew up there. Um, you grew up in Australia. For the first two years of our relationship, all I would say is, I want to move to America. I want to move to America. But you said no. Well, I was, yeah, I was working. You were we working were, we, and all we that were established, stuff. We were established. Mm. And so we, you know, wasn't we had the, the safety, time. We had the safety of our family. Uh, I had my brother there. Yeah. But he didn't give me a security blanket. He gave you a little, gave what are those? Little, little, noogies? Yeah, he gave me a noogie, Yes. Is that what, what is it? What is That's it called? a noogie. Oh, it is? Okay. What about the wet, wet wedgie? A wet wedgie. We're getting off topic here. But after how many years? In 2021. In 2021, we decided to make the big move to Austin, Texas. Via internet searches, we decided on a limb that we'd move to the U.S., without kind of any establishment, you know, where we were going to be. We just wanted to be somewhere would be more affordable than where we were. So New York, LA, sorry, see you later. Austin was this kind of middle ground uh, in Texas where it was more affordable, but it also had, we had a lot of references from people that we knew who had visited and said it was their favorite place to go. So we've been here now for two years mm -hmm. and we feel like we've had a reasonable amount of time to be situated and feel like we can call this place our home. But it wasn't easy. It was not easy. Now, of course, some of our experiences won't be, you the know. same as everybody. They won't be the same as everyone else. A lot of people might have very different experiences, especially if you, you grew up here. Our experiences um, have geared our, our list of 10 things due to, yeah, the difficulties that we faced specifically around a move. Um, and I think moving to the other side of the world, there's going to be a transition period. It's not it going to just be easy from the get-go. Yeah. And for us, I think it was about two years. I'm starting to really like it here. Do you want to start with the first one? You, you're starting. Okay. The first word on our list is immigration. You know, I don't even have a proper visa yet. Becca still can't leave the country. She's been here for two years. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm legal. Eh. She's legal in the sense of we're reviewing you, but mm. don't leave. Because if you leave, then you're, you can't come you back can't in because we're still reviewing you. I tell people, probably shouldn't tell people, but if now nah, I'm not going to tell people. What? If you want to come to America for two years, just... Apply for apply a visa? For a visa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, you can't yeah. get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, they, they won't get back to you for a while. That's been the issue for me. I haven't been able to um, go back to Hong Kong or go to England and see my family. So anywhere been, else. Anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah, can't even hop down to Mexico. It's been a weird two years where I've been stationed in America. America is massive, and it's been it's been cool to see all the different states. Every state is a different country. It feels like. Well, we yeah, we will have a love list because yeah. we got plenty to love about, and yeah. I think that would make the love list is kind of how every state feels like a different country. It's amazing. But let's let's stay on point on, here on the hatred. Yeah. Okay, I haven't been able to leave the country for two years because I'm still in the visa process. So immigration goes yeah has affected you. It's also affected 
Me, of course. I, now, I have an American mother, so I'm um, legally able to live here. However, because I never lived here before, um, I had to go through the whole process of being a grown-up um, and getting a social security and all the things that kind of come with it. I think that, yeah, like the, the biggest problem is is that I don't know who who's working on the different cases, but not having a social security in the US is a big big problem because you um you might as well be from mars yes because no one recognizes you you can't get insurance you can't get bank accounts you can't do anything doesn't matter if you have money or you don't whatever it is no one wants to touch you and even if you're a spice bit of meat nobody wants yes, to touch you it, it was very much i think it was too spicy and they needed me to simmer down um so then because i didn't have that i would call in basically every day because we're, it was it was very risky to do anything like just walking out on the street without a without an insurance scared the living shit out of me just because of the horror stories I hear about the medical in- industry here which well we'll get into later we'll get into later but uh, you should have had a social security it should have before, been easy yes, it, should it should have been, been easy. easy to get one because I was basically just saying I've never lived here before um, I need to get one right but America said to Tyler, you need to prove to us that you haven't lived here. And I was like, America, prove to me I have. (laughs) I didn't win that battle, so I had to go back and find records of things that... From when you were like five years old. Yeah, technology has moved really quickly. So in the space of 20 years, we're going from, you know, very little documentation in terms of like, you know, being able to just... Pick it up from the internet, you know, Google search, get it, to having it all. you got to get records of things that maybe there isn't documentation of on the internet, you know, like old school records. I had to go back and prove to America that I'd never lived here by saying I lived in in Australia. Um, Ringing every single day to try to find out what's happening with my case. And every single day, oh, it's 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 happening. It's coming along. It's coming along. It's just next in line. I got the same the same. It's next in the queue for about four weeks on the trot. You were actually fourth in the queue for a long time. Fourth in the queue for a long time. And I and I'd speak to like the same people. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, Spitzy, oh Tyler, T Dog, how Number are you doing, T Dog? Let's. And I'd always like, yeah, I don't want to shoot the shit. Let's let's find out where I'm at. You're like, T Dog, look, listen. You're still fourth of the queue, but we'll get to you. We'll get to you. And then I just happened to f- speak to the right person. So I think that a lesson to learn for anyone who's dealing with immigration, sometimes if it's your local immigration office, not maybe the whole federal one, which is a little bit harder in your case, mm. is just keep pestering them. Keep ringing up because you might find a good person who's like, oh, wait a minute. Is this the one? Oh, come on in. Because that's all that happened. That literally it took, happened. It took a lady just to look on her desk and go, you know what? Are you available tomorrow? Yes. Come on in. And I was waiting two to three months for just someone to give me that. And then he became an American. So I'm, yeah, I'm established here. I'm I'm able to be here. Most people would say, why don't you just marry Beck? Um, and that's- Most people like- like me, I would, I probably would ask that question. But again, this is a whole nother debate that I get a lot of heat for, and it's got nothing to do with Beck. Yeah, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> I and it was, it's a totally different subject. But matter. we can talk about it. Let's talk about it right now. 
No, it's it's not relevant because it would take me twenty minutes to explain and justify my reasoning. No, I've I never wanted Beck to. No, I get it. I I never wanted to get married for the sake of document. This is a, a step that people take, yeah. um, because they're not because of documentation, right? And so, if the documentation thing was taken out of the picture, would have done it years ago, but because of it being strung to this. It will always linger over me. That's I want the second you to be, thing I dislike about America. Is Tyler. People would say, oh, that's just an excuse. But it's actually, I genuinely think it's it's a, you know, it's something that I hold dearly to me. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't want to muddy it by saying, Will you marry me? Okay, let's go get that visa. You know what I mean? Like, that's all it's gonna be. If right. that wasn't in the picture, then it would be, Will you marry me? Will you marry me? Because once you get the the visa, Beck might just run away, you know? That's exactly. So, he got it right so out of the bag. Strategically, yes. this is a great decision on my part to just wait off as long as I can. In fact, it really is just an excuse. So actually, yeah. you're the bad one, not me. It's her because we'll we're, we're worried about you running away. Yes, I am fast. She's going to figure out that she's out of my league and that's when it gets worrying. So that's why I have to, you know, keep an upper hand somehow and that is this this visa card. Immigration has played a a huge part in our relationship and it's number one on why... It's also this order isn't by most hate to least hate. This is just a random order. Immigration. Second thing that we dislike about America... The U.S. versions of TV shows and reality TV shows. Oh, yes. Except The Office. And I'm really sorry, Ricky Gervais. That's not reality TV. The the U.S. version of the TV show is... is No, but we're talking specifically reality TV. Spam call. Again. We're talking specifically reality TV. So if we're we're talking about like Love Island. Love Island's a great show. It's And we watch it religiously. It's iconic. UK, Australian versions. American version is sucks. It's total shit. And it's more because of the type of people that go on to the reality shows in the US that just kind of want to get want to get famous. Yeah. Um, they're doing it for the wrong reasons. They're not doing it for love. We watch it though. Oh, of course, of course. Like it's great trash TV. But then there's they have so some of the US like original reality TV shows are amazing. Amazing. Like, like which one? Are you the one? Are you the one? And then it got bad after season six. Well, it just started to kind of like every season, every reality you kind of kind of starts to, to lose its thunder. Yeah, I guess you so. You know, same yeah. with Love Island. It's 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 really starting to crash and burn. It really is. Uh, Love Island games, it's on Peacock. I can't we don't have Peacock. That's it, another thing. Like The Bachelor is the most scripted reality TV show. They're all scripted. In a, in a sense. In a sense. But the emotion is real. But in The Bachelor. It's not real. I don't know why it's a national treasure here. Yeah, it's fluff. It is the worst TV show we've ever watched, but Bachelor in Paradise. Pa- Bachelor in Paradise is great. But the, yeah, but it is like The Bachelor. They're so civil and formal. Yeah. We want trash. We want rubbish. We want to be nitty gritty dirty. You yeah. know, We want it to be like pull your hair out. We want, you know, to really like you know, talk about your mother, like those real personal stuff where it gets really grimy. 
in the Bachelor, it feels so formal, like they're oh, not here for the right reasons. Right? Yeah, like like that's just. I mean, even though we're complaining about them not being here for the right reasons, it's not gritty enough. Like we need some some darkness, you know, to the the problems they have with the other contestants. That and also the amount of streaming services that America has to offer. In order to watch the shows you want, yes. right? So you have a little bit on this sh- on this platform, a little bit on this platform, but nothing all cohesive. So you have to buy each individual yeah. streaming service. Yeah, so you're really you're paying 5 to 15 bucks per streaming service. So at the end of the day, if you want to watch all your shows, you're probably spending 150 bucks because you want just this show from this place, just this show from this place. And we will do it. I'm pretty sure on Paramount Plus we just watch who uh, we watch Survivor on. Paramount Plus has. Oh God, we're gonna, we're spending too much time. <laughs> we're really we to, like go really, the whole really emotive about this. about this. Yeah, because it is art. But that's really like what kind of that's our breath line. Like every single day. About 8, 9 p.m., we just tune out. We'll still be working on the laptop, yeah. but we'll have re- a trashy TV on in the background. Use the comment space as a place to, to vent about your frustration about, you know, the latest Love is F-boy Blind. F-Boy Island. Yeah, or F-Boy Island, which is that's a fantastic show. Because that's why I said if it's originally from the U.S., they, they're better at it than if it's not an original U.S. show. Yeah. Anyways, number three, tipping. Oh. Oh. Okay, this one is this one is is really controversial because it in is, the yeah. US it's like it's very important, but then at, everywhere else in the world they look in upon it and go, "What are you guys doing?" Where I'm from, Hong Kong, the service fee is baked into the into the bill, so you don't have to tip. Actually, nobody ever really tips. Well, it's tips. forced. It's yeah. forced, and it's kind of distributed evenly, yeah. right? It's not like just like a bit of extra cash that you put on yeah. for the person that you're. You're being served by. Same in Australia. Australians don't really tip. I've always tipped because my mother is American, so she she made it part of our, you know, of our habit. But the weird thing about it is it's not weird, but if you come to America, you tip for, for everything. Everything. Ice cream. Tone, this, there. And then they asked you this thing that you always know what it is. It's a big screen that they they have that you've just put in your card. And they go, it's just going to ask you a question. And they turn the little touch screen down and you know exactly what that question is going to be. And that's how much you're going to tip, 30 or 25%, 20, 15. And it always has the metrics like 25% really good, 20% good, and then 50% okay, you know, like, okay. Like they're making you feel bad for doing lower. And then some of the places it doesn't even have zero. It has custom tip. So it means you have to spend time going custom tip, $0, all whilst that ice cream cone person is just staring into your soul, judging you and for everything you do. And the cream melts down their hands, absorbing into the skin. Yeah. They just stare at you. And if you're taking the time to do a custom tip, you're, it's very obvious. Yes. They know exactly what you're doing. Half the battle is just dealing with the fact that you're being judged on everything you do right in front of you, like directly at the mm-hmm. time. And that in itself is what I think is now causing me to tip. And we understand the whole hospitality industry here with the whole like they don't pay them enough as a, a waitress or a waiter, so they need they make their money on tips. That's fair. And that's completely different to also the rest of the world. Yes. Well, where, where we're from. It's become very, very messy. 
And I, I think so, yeah. Now, even if they're the biggest assholes, you still have to tip. That's number four. Really good service or really bad service. It's it's a it's a risky. It swings either side. And I it, think it's more of also we're just not used to it. I've I've grown up my whole life and I didn't have to think about that extra little bit. So maybe yeah, I'm just you being gotta stingy. Like, you gotta be a you gotta be a mathematician now and yes. work out what it is, you yeah. know? And 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 that's also I like, think people who have grown up in America know how to put it into their phone calculator, exactly yeah. how to do it. I don't know how to do we it. We get like tremendous service at say Best Buy, but we can't tip them. But then you go to like certain restaurants and like some of the uh, some of them just don't want to help you at all. Strange. And you're forced to tip tip them. <laughs> like I think the best way to describe America, because always population is so big. Yeah. So you're gonna have this. They have the best people in the world and the worst at the, yes. at the same time, you know? Like you've got like some some of the greatest people we've ever met. It's yeah. And then also some of the worst, you know, serial killers and Ted, things. Ted? Ted Bundy's American. Yeah. I don't know the latest serial killer yet. Uh, but that's quite a... That's it. No, that's another hate list. The next one is serial killers. As we determined America was our next spot and Texas specifically was where we were moving, had it all ready to go and we were moving, we started to to realize that... Because we're big... We're big do you, what do you call crimeophobes? People that watch Not crime documentaries? I'd say crimeaholics. Crimeaholics. People that just watch, just avidly watch crime documentaries we love it netflix does a great documentary they, they do great fantastic yeah. and what was your gateway documentary making, making a, murderer. a murderer yeah that was the thing that got me over the line although yeah. uh, when i was younger i used to watch this like evil doc his name was dr stone and he rated serial killers on our list of one to 22 don't tell me why it was 22 mm. but 22 was the worst most evil and that was where so i if you're number started. one evil you're no. like the worst at being the worst Yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly. You're you're worse, but they don't really recognize how bad you are. That's really sad. Yeah. It's like when you're in the top 100 famous people and you're t like 100. You're, yeah, you're the D list of, of murderers. Yeah. Which is kind of sad because a lot of those murderers actually do it to be on the A list. I'll tell you who are in the A list, people in America. They're all. It's a lot in Texas too. It's kind of crazy. That's why I was going to say like <laughs> We didn't even realize all this. And then we started to realize as we we're watching, we're like, holy crap, we're moving there. And they're all there. And they're all there. And so we started to realize we're moving into a cesspool of, of crime. I will say, though, like what you see on the news doesn't represent what you see on a day-to-day -day basis yes. in America, even in the rest of the world too, like what was happening in Hong Kong and what is happening in Hong Kong. Well, yeah. well no, but, but that's funny because like the news is the original clickbaiters, yeah. right? Like everyone's like, oh, clickbait on YouTube. But the news is now the clickbait. There's so much clickbaiting. Email marketing, oh, that's another clickbaiting. We get clickbaited by yeah. all the time. I get, I get marketing emails that say re- like I've replied and they're replying to me and I open it. It's like, here's your offer. I'm like, God damn it. You you got me to click. Now I'm interested in the offer. Damn it. That's too hard to not get. And then I end up, I get another phone. I literally have system. five spam calls that have called me in this last hour. Or it's just my other boyfriend. Oh, do you have them as spam? That's a good idea. Yeah. Let me just pick it up and hear them out. Hey, babe. <laughs> another credit system. I Oh, I don't even get it. I, I, I really don't understand it. Okay, so, this will be quick and sharp. Yeah. Credit system sucks. They, oh. It's better to have bad credit than it is to have no credit. Mm. So don't do it. Just get credit, even if it's bad credit. That's bad advice. But Just say not financial advice and then you Yeah, this is not financial advice, but 
bad credit is better than no credit. So I've been struggling with that. We both have been struggling with that since we got here. No one wants to go near us. It doesn't matter, you know, oh, I'm, I've been good. Come check my records overseas. And they're like, you're in America now, boy. They We don't care that, about that. That doesn't matter. Yeah. It don't matter. And, and, and it's crazy because it's like, the credit system works in this way where you have to prove to be good at paying it back. But how do you prove it? By starting it, right? But and you so, can't start it but until you no, prove that you're good at you're paying good it at back. It. So I went into to get a, a car loan. I wanted to buy a car. Can I get a car loan? Sorry, mate. You haven't proved to us you can pay off a car loan. Okay, Mr. Car Loan Man, how do I get a car loan? You need, uh, Is that his you last name? Yes, he's Mr. Carlone, the Matt. inventor of the of the Carlone. It's his name was David Carlone, and he said, "Okay, well, you need to get a Carlone before you can get a Carlone." And I was like, "How do I do that?" He's like, "Well, you need to prove to us you can pay off a Carlone before you can get this Carlone." I was like, "That that sounds fair. That's a good idea. How do I do that?" Get a Carlone. Get a Carlone. So that's kind of how the system works. Like, how do you prove that you can pay off a mortgage? By paying off a mortgage. And so my entire problem was that I didn't have any proof of paying back anything in this country. So everyone was like, well, don't come to us. You haven't proved it. And I'm like, well, who do I prove it to? There was no one that wanted me to prove it to them. No one wanted me to go, give me a chance. Just give me a shot. How does that I'll make I'll give you, you a little feel? bit now, and then I'll give you a little bit later, and they'll give you a little not, not us, mate. Not us. No Start one young. So now what I'm doing in rebellion is bad credit. And then they're going to be angry like, oh, why aren't you paying your stuff back? Because you didn't, you didn't put faith in me at the start. So now I'm going to put less faith in you. But then they might. Stop giving me credit. Yeah. And they yeah. might redact your American citizenship. Then I can't get married to you. And yeah. then like it will just be a bit foo far. I right? haven't thought it through yet. But yeah. it's just, you know, it's, it's kind of a bitterness that I have um, on that side. Next one. Why does everyone drive here? Public transport system. Public transport. Okay. In New York fair, there's trains and stuff. But, but they're in, pretty, pretty sketchy. There's some funny stuff on that train. Yeah, like the on MTR. The, in, the yeah. MTR in Hong Kong is sweet. You're not worried about any craziness. It I don't can, think people know what an MTR is if you're not from Hong Kong. Underground speed train it comes is every two minutes. The best system, the best invention. An underground train, it's clean, it's fast. Every train comes two minutes each time. Yeah. And like, no food, no drinks, so there's yeah. never rubbish on it. And yeah. you go on and you just – there. it's all standing, which so, is a little bit kind of confronting. But, it, yeah, when I grew up, when I was going – you know, when I had to go to school every day, I'd have to plan out the time of when I went because if I didn't go at the right time, I'd miss the train and then right. I'd have to wait 30 minutes for the next one. Okay, so it's not just an America thing. I think just like – well, it's a big country thing, little country thing. They've got little country, so they can they can manage mm. infrastructure for it. And I call it big pond energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't understand that quote. She tried to tell it to me before. I was making I a list. It. We were making the list in the car. And she said big pond energy. And I was America has like, big pond energy. Hong Kong, little pond energy immaculate train system and i grew up with an immaculate train system so i could get anywhere on hong in so hong a little, kong so a little dick energy is good is good then well big, that's kind isn't of what you're big referencing dick energy bad bde i'll say BDE. i thought it just means you're like confident or something no it just means that you you but it doesn't mean you have a genuine hammer on you is is this your your hammer, yeah, hammer yeah. why is it here oh uh, it's just like you a, need to a, go down this way yeah, anyways okay. like a 
Is that, but does it, it so if something like you got big dick energy, it means I have a, a little one, but I'm presenting like a yes, big one. Yeah, 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 yeah. But little dick energy means I'm, I'm presenting like a little one, but I got an absolute hammer. Schlong, yeah. 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 Don't know why I said schlong. Probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> but Hong Kong, I grew up with really, really good public transport. And all I can say is I can't drive and it's been, it's been really and you difficult. Can't wear, it's a big country, big place. Yeah. And so it's tough to get about without yeah, it. Without here. a car. So it's, it's on the hate list. Now that's not, you know, it's not, like we said, we're generalizing. There's, and it's for me because if I could drive, then fair. That'd be fine. I should learn how to drive. The last one. Is a biggie. What's the last one? It's it's the healthcare sitch. This one is just uh, we, it's pretty intense. Yeah, this one's an intense one. So I got I got I got severely injured at the start of the year. That can be a, a whole another podcast. Yeah. And dealing with the medical industry here is a big big toughie. Um, in a lot of places it is, but here it's kind of it's, it's you, scary. Just anyone yeah. who comes here, make sure you get insurance. That's why it was such a problem for me not to have it and why the social security thing was an issue. But was, then you did get health insurance. It's very, very expensive. And you were considering was it two weeks before it happened? Well the the it's yeah considering, considering lowering the because insurance. I was coverage. paying so much. Yeah. And we're like I was considering to actually move away from that provider or um or just get less of a mm. you know, less protection. And then two weeks later I sustained an injury that um is amounting to uh, an astronomical medical bill and a number I don't even know how to write down. And I think it's more the uh, against the in insurance yeah. industry, which is the the real griminess because it's it's the wild west. You don't know who to go with. You don't know what they're doing, and there's all this fine print and all these things. So I've I've I found a broker that was helping me, and and he's been amazing. So if you're out there, you're, you're an amazing. Big dude. shout out. He to he helps me with all of it. But really, what it is is the insurance company is saying, "Hey, come to us." Pay us this much. You get peace of mind. You can sleep at night. We're going to let you sleep at night because if anything happens to you, we got your back. And then as soon as you go, Mr. Insurance Man or Mr. Insurance Lady, I've just had a little boo-boo. Can you now come and help me? And then they go, wait just one second. Where's the department to find loopholes on how not to protect this man? And then they'll come back to you and go, sorry, um, we can only do this much. <laughs> what about the peace of mind? Uh, <laughs> well, now you need us. <laughs> and that's the kind of the, the the interesting thing here and the interesting dilemma is is the marketing is really, really powerful. Mm -hmm. here. Really powerful it, marketing. It's amazing. The but packaging on food as oh, well. Unbelievable. But then food. once you get the service, you start to realize, wait a minute, it's not as slightly not, different. It's not what you kind of wanted. And then you're like, too late, too late now. Peace so, of mind, yes. more like mind and pieces. <laughs> wow, very good. The entire time I'm now fighting with them to try to get them to pay the things that they said they were going to pay for in the start. Mm -hmm. Now, it, 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 it's going to, it's you know, we're, we're hoping it all ends well, but it's literally, you know, 10, nine months later, it's nine months later and I'm still having phone calls about bills that aren't being paid. And I'm like, hey, don't talk to me. It's them. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is I almost am like, well, I don't care what you, you're not getting paid if you don't get them to pay it. 
And then, and so it's this kind of like, well, we don't care because we're just going to come after you. Yeah, that's <laughs> We have this 10, 10, 10 list, which we could talk about this for five hours. So maybe we'll do another episode of it. However, what we will say is it also we have 10, a 10 loves that will overpower the bats. And it's, it's, it's been fun. It's I, fun. I really, really, really like that we move here. And we've met some of the greatest people we've ever met yes. in our lives. Yeah. You know, just, just real, real amazing people. There's a lot of things that we can branch out onto in the what is it mild bits or yeah. mild conversations? What are we what are we calling it? Mild mild bits. Mild bits. There's a lot of different branches of conversations we can have in this mild bits section of the podcast. So make sure you you leave a comment. Let us know what type of things you would like us to talk about. Leave it in your five star review because you're going to leave a five star review, and, I, and in that five star review, tell us what you want us to talk about. So even if you've just come here and you've never heard us speak before, leave a five star review with your customer support query. Mm. I think that's a good way to do it because we won't see it if it's if it's four stars or below. We won't see it. If it's five stars, then you'll f- will get flagged and be like, ah. When I first met Tyler and you know, a couple years in, he would always say, you're an investment. No, I've never said that. I've never said that. But I have said you're four out of five stars. And I, I don't get those comments. I don't get those critiques. Banter. Yeah. Please invest in our podcast by leaving a five-star review. No. Even if you don't think that it is there at this point, it will be there. You're almost predicting. You're betting on a horse. We're the horses. And you're betting on us. Thanks for watching the Spicy Bit of Meat podcast, Mild Bits segment. Man,